I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, former college professor turned manager in a large corporation turned entrepreneur. And not just any entrepreneur. I've made it my life's work to make organizational life more effective and fulfilling. So welcome to Working Conversations, the podcast where we digest and translate research and ideas on workplace dynamics and serve up to you the most interesting and actionable strategies to make your workplace conversations and your relationships more effective, productive, and influential. If you're looking for proven tools for your workplace toolbox, you're in the right place. Now, let's get after it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Working Conversations podcast, where we talk all things leadership, business communication, and trends in organizational life. I'm your host, Dr. Janelle Anderson. And today I am very pleased to have a guest on the podcast, Kristen Brown. Let me begin by giving Kristen a proper introduction. She is a keynote speaker and a master of learning how to manage your energy. Kristen left a corporate career of 15 years in the retail vendor space, collaborating with some of the biggest brands in the world and helping them get their message out. And for the past 10 years, she's been a keynote speaker, helping some of those very same brands and many more brands as well, stay motivated, lead effectively, and manage their energy. Kristen Brown runs Kristen Brown Presents, and she is also a friend, and so I'm particularly delighted to have her on the podcast. Welcome, Kristen. Hello, Janelle. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. You are most certainly welcome. Now, this episode will go live just shortly before Thanksgiving, and as we think about the upcoming holidays, I thought there's no better person than yourself to talk to, to figure out what are some great strategies for working professionals to be able to just manage all of the stress and anxiety and everything else that the holidays brings about for us. And, you know, a lot of us are taking vacation right around the holidays as well. And I think those days leading up to a time away from the office can just get so intense. So maybe we can start with those kinds of days. Um, and I don't know, do you experience that yourself? Do you, are you like way more productive right before you go on vacation and you just get a million things done? Well, it just totally depends. If I'm going with my daughter, I feel like I've scattered and have to help her. And then I don't get my own work stuff done that I'm cramming in. If it's just me or I'm going with friends, super focused. So yeah, yeah. Well, that, that hyper-focus plus the holidays can be a real recipe for extra stress and anxiety for people. So what would be something that you might recommend somebody could do like in the moment when they're just experiencing that overwhelm, what can we do to help shake, shake that? Well, you know, it's really interesting because when you feel that heightened stress in the moment, your body is literally betraying your best intentions in your mind because that fight or flight response, I won't get too nerdy on you because I'm a super nerd and analytical like you in the very best ways, right? But when you're in that stress response, those stress chemicals actually shut down your ability to think critically, to make good decisions because all your body wants to do in that moment is fight or get away, whatever's out to harm you. In the caveman days, it was a saber-toothed tiger or a long winter. For us, it's a dinging phone, an impending vacation, or all the stress of the holidays. So it's important that you figure out how do you interrupt that stress response? How do you say, okay, this is happening in my body. I know what I want to be doing, so how do I interrupt the physical stress response? And I always tell people, you know, you really have to learn to hack your energy, to hack your own body, mind, and spirit, because that's the only way you're going to be able to really, truly take back control 
when you're feeling overwhelmed. That's so interesting. And it's so consistent. And my audience will love the nerdiness because I talk about some of the same things related to our sympathetic nervous system and that fight or flight response. But what can you give us a specific example of how we might interrupt that? What, what kind of a hack could we try? Yeah, well, I have thousands of them, but a couple of my favorites. One is to go outside because when we're sitting indoors, when we're in front of our computer, when we're on our phone, when we're packing our bags, when we're wrapping Christmas gifts, we're in a lot of artificial light, a lot of artificial air, and we are animals. We're human mammals that need to be outside. We need to have our five senses stimulated. We need light to stimulate the cones and rods in our eyes. We need to smell things so that our olfactory system gets stimulated because that changes the way our brain works. We need to feel the temperature shifts on our skin and feel our hair blowing in the wind. Even in Minnesota, where we live, when it's really cold, we still need to get outside every day. So that's one of the really most quick energy hacks that you can do to interrupt the stress response. And that doesn't mean the stressor is gonna go away magically. You know, our life, life is gonna be filled with those every day, inevitably until the, our last breath, but it changes the way we're responding so we can get back into the present moment so that we can get back to what we intend to be experiencing in that moment, whether it's joy of spending time with our families or excitement over a upcoming holiday trip. I love that idea of getting outside just because especially in the way work has changed and many of us working from home and not in the office as much as we used to, sometimes an entire day could go by when somebody wouldn't get outside at all. Yes. Yeah. So another thing that really can stress people out is hosting their family members and everything from feeling the pressure to need to be perfect to what Uncle Chuck says that potentially sends the whole family dinner down a dark path. Um, what specific advice do you have for managing our energy and just managing the stress when we're hosting something around the holidays? Yeah, well, the thing about hosting is we're then putting ourselves at the mercy of any personality that comes into our home. And you don't know if someone's going to be in a happy, excited place on their roller coaster ride through life or whether they're going to be in a scared, stressed, cranky place on their ride through life. So, A, you need to step back and really own the fact that everyone's on a different path. And if someone comes into your house crabby, they may trigger you, but you also have to take a step back and say, okay, that's their ride. That's not mine. I don't need to engage with that. I don't need to get on that boat with them or that roller coaster with them. This is my own ride. And I want to create the day and the holiday experience that I want for myself and my loved ones, even if it is one of your loved ones creating the problem. Two, I would say, you know, a lot of there's a lot of emotion that goes into human relationships. And you talk so much about communication and the barriers and the ways that we're all taught to communicate. And families have different ways that they have learned to communicate. Some communicate well when they're drinking more. Some communicate really effectively. Some have really high boundaries and, and don't open up and aren't vulnerable at all. And none are right or wrong. We all have our own ways that we've grown up. But to really step back and say, okay, let me look around at everyone's needs right now. If you know that when people start drinking, things go downhill, maybe you pull that extra wine bottle off the table. Maybe you say, hey, I'm going to serve a punch this year in that you know, only certain people get the vodka put in it in the kitchen rather than the whole group getting unlimited supplies. You know, you figure out, you know, how are you going to best 
supplement and uplift the experience rather than create the triggers. If you're hosting, you have control over all of that. You know, if people love to be in the kitchen together, give everyone a job. If people do not like to help with the meal, send them outside, have them go with the kids, have them go watch the game. Don't force people into situations where they're more likely to be triggered into those negative places. Okay, that's some great advice. Now let's go back to that idea about how we're not responsible for wherever somebody else is on their roller coaster ride. And as you suggested, we just let them be on their ride while we're on our own ride. What would you suggest when you forgot that forgot to take that advice and you got <laughs> triggered by somebody else's roller coaster and you catch yourself maybe in the midst of it? What can you do to recover? How can you get out of that? Yeah, well, I'm a big fan, especially if you're hosting, of having a little quick retreat to whatever your happy, quiet place is. You know, if your bedroom is off limits and people aren't throwing their coats on your bed, say, okay, I got to run upstairs and grab something. Go in there, have a little, and I'm a huge hippie, as you know, but have like a little space where you can repeat a mantra. You know, I love, you know, I love crystals. Have a crystal sitting there that you can pick up. And I know this is really hippie, but the power of your mind, when you have a, a visual focal point will actually shift the way your brain is working. And I know fellow nerd, Janelle, you talk about things like this too, and communication styles. So Make sure you find a way to recharge your own energy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, energy isn't just that uplifted, positive, here I am, I've got the energy to play with my kids or the energy to wake up early and tackle my day. Energy is emotion and action. So you can bring any emotion into a situation, whatever's happening in here, and that'll translate to the energy that people feel from you externally. So you can bring stressed energy into a situation and that'll make the situation worse. But when you can retreat to your room, to a little quiet spot, into the bathroom, and just have that moment of recharge to get yourself and your own emotions in check, then your energy that you're putting out will be less triggering to others, will be less you know, abrasive and creating that friction when you have those negative emotions that you're putting out. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I hear at the, at the center of that is just this idea of intentionality, like being intentional with yourself, stepping away, just getting re-centered back to whatever intention you have for hosting that space. Or I'd imagine you could just as easily do the same thing if you were a guest at somebody's house when you find yourself getting triggered. Just step away, step outside. You could get yes. a double whammy with stepping outside yes. and stepping away from the conversation. Yep, 100%. <laughs> this episode is made possible by Instacart. If you haven't already started using Instacart, now is the time, my friend. Now, I'm the first one to say that I actually enjoy a trip to the grocery store. I really do. But you know what I like doing even better? Making this podcast. When I was deep in the development of this podcast, outlining and recording the first few episodes, my kids reminded me that they needed to eat. Instacart to the rescue. In absolutely record time, Magnolia, my Instacart shopper that day, delivered chicken nuggets, milk, avocados, fresh berries, and a host of other groceries we needed. When life gets busy, or when you just want to feel like royalty and have someone do it for you, there's Instacart. Get $10 off your first order when you sign up at workingconversations.com forward slash Instacart. Now, back to the show. Let's go into the office and think about the holidays from the perspective of that uh, holiday party that maybe you have to attend at the office. 
Now, I, I want to hear your thoughts on attending the holiday party for two different people. Now, I know you to be an introvert who never acts like an introvert to the rest yep. of us. So any advice for the introvert at the holiday party? Yeah, well, normally I don't recommend that you stick just to people you know, because then that kind of defeats the purpose of a networking event or a conference or whatever you're attending. But at a holiday company party, you generally know people. You don't need to network within your own company generally. So yeah, get a little FaceTime with the boss, let them know you're there, but then go find your people. It just brings so much more comfort to the holiday Christmas party experience, the Chris, the company holiday party. It's just, you know, those, they can be awkward. And especially when the drinks start flowing, people start saying things, mouths start shooting off in ways that aren't a normal part of our workday. Cause I mean, most of us aren't generally drinking heavily during the workday. <laughs> I mean, I know with work from home now, the times that happy hour starts is different, but generally that type of communication when you're drinking isn't something that's very common. So you may say things by mistake. You may step into like how you talk when you hang out with your friends or your family, which is generally pretty different than when you were with a client or a coworker. True, true. And so you're basically giving us permission that we don't have to schmooze with the boss the whole time. We can just give our, our greetings and salutations and then just go hang with our peeps and enjoy ourselves. Absolutely. That takes a lot of pressure off of the social aspect combined with the career aspect of what the holiday party might mean for us. So that's, yeah. that's tremendously helpful. Yeah. And I and would then, say leave, leave early too. If you need, you don't have to stay the whole time. Okay. Okay. Now I want to go to another scenario at that office Christmas party. Let's say that it is the morning after and you or some of your coworkers or both, um, whether they just, whether you just got swept up in the moment, whether drinking was involved or not, <laughs> How do you recover from something that maybe you're a bit embarrassed about that happened at that holiday party? You know, every single human being has done something dumb. I super overdrank once at a holiday Christmas party in my early 20s. We went to a Lori Line concert. I overdrank. We had these bells that everyone in the audience was given. And while I was shaking my bell, I accidentally let go of it. And it flew we were in the middle on the bottom floor and it flew about 10 rows up. It hit someone, no one got hurt. But the next morning when I got back to work, I was mortified. It was so unprofessional. It was so embarrassing. But the only thing you can do is just own up to it. You know, I, I, I apologized. I also laughed. You have to laugh at yourself and you have to just say, you know, I hope you don't think that's indicative of my respect for this workplace. I know that sounds very official, but just ensure that you address it rather than having it be this elephant in the room. And the more that you can just own being a dummy, as we all have been at some points in our lives, people will just respect you even more if you just own it. All right. I love that. I mean, I wouldn't love it in the moment, but I think that that is the best course of action because if you own it, I think based on my experience, people are going to be less likely to talk about it behind your back if you just really embrace it and take responsibility for it. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we have some great tips from Kristen Brown today on how to prepare for the holidays and manage the stress of work and life and hosting and some wonderful tips for how to enjoy ourselves at the holiday party and, uh, and recover if we enjoy ourselves just a little bit too much. 
So Kristen, where can people learn more about you and your work? Well, they can learn all about me on LinkedIn, on Instagram at Speaker Kristen, on Facebook at Kristen Brown Presents, or on my website at kristenbrownpresents.com. And I just want to give you one final thought on the holidays, because a lot of times we create our own holiday stress. So when you feel overloaded, when you feel overwhelmed, even before you go into the holiday season, take a look at your calendar. Are you overscheduling yourself? Are you committing to too many things? Do you need to hand wrap every gift and put 17 different colors of ribbon on it? Or could you throw it in a gift bag? You know, what kinds of things are you doing that create your own drama? Because oftentimes when you look at those things, these little tiny things that don't really seem super significant actually create what I call halo effects of hours and days of time that you're thinking about it, that you're stressing about it. So really make sure that you're honest with yourself. Are you creating some of this drama on your own? Are there things you could say no to? Are there things you could streamline, make easier? It, it, it really comes down to that awareness and ensuring that the energy that you're bringing to a situation is being consciously driven by you, both in here and externally out here. Oh, what a wonderful note to end on. Like, let's just get out of our own way and not be our own enemy. I think it is so easy to get hooked into feeling we need to be perfect. So thank you for that permission to be imperfect and to throw that thing in a gift bag instead of carefully wrapping it. I love that one. All right, Kristen, again, thank you so much for being with us today on the Working Conversations podcast. Uh, we'll link up Kristen's social media handles and website in the show notes. So go there and check out the great work that she's doing. And I follow her on her social media channels and she is entertaining and fun. And I strongly encourage you to go track her down there. Thank you so much, Kristen. And to everyone else, be well, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head on over to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and give us five stars and a quick review. It really makes a difference and it keeps us bringing you valuable content that you can put into play in your life. I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, and this is Working Conversations.